Okay, so the Mimer began with a question about the impact with um, the impact we have on the lights of Hashem which are transcendent and how even though these lights of Hashem were created by Hashem to be transcendent, to be above any kind of vessel yet by us sitting in a sukkah they're impacted and they're drawn down into vessels and more in the language of the previous Sebah these lights become settled and the question was the Abishter doesn't change and as the Pesach says he's not like a man who changes that means there is people change their mind, their hearts change therefore they change and there is a level of godliness which has is a source for the creation of man and therefore has some comparison to man and that level the lights of the world of Atsilus it's not a wondrous thing that man can affect to change there however the level of Hashem's crown and especially the inner dimension of Hashem's crown which is way well above creation how is it possible that we're affecting a change there that's a level which is beyond creation therefore it doesn't make sense that we could affect the change and not just any change but that these lights of Hashem which are naturally transcendent should suddenly come into vessels so the answer we gave was was that yes it's true that these lights have their parameters and their classification and what they could do and they can't, what they can't do but that's only if you were to look at these lights um, as they were created vis-a-vis themselves however the essence of Hashem has no parameters and because the essence of Hashem has no parameters therefore he when, he, when the light and the essence of Hashem uh, shines upon these lights they, they lose their they shed their parameters and therefore whatever was previously beyond vessels it could very well fit into vessels because it's only um, it's only in a state of transcendence because of the way it was made however as it is in the um, in the prism of the essence of the light of Hashem there's no, there are no borders there are no, there are no classifications there are no, there's no separation that's, um, that's a basic answer we gave and this is related to a theme that the uh, Rebbe discussed in two other discourses that preceded this one I mentioned the discourse of Yom Kippur where the um, Hashem forgives us on Yom Kippur. Hashem allows us to become a new person in Yom Kippur. So the reason why it's possible to become a new person in Yom Kippur and to do tshuva is because the um, the issue of the laws of Hashem are um, these laws have their rules and their consequences but Hashem is beyond all these rules. And therefore it's possible that this which is um, previously uh, impossible is not possible. He's the one who made these mitzvahs. Therefore he can forgive the mitzvahs. He can forgive the transgression of the mitzvahs. Um, in a similar way on uh, Rosh Hashanah, Hashanah, we crown Hashem as our king. And the question is, what do we have in us um, that allows us to to um, to connect to Hashem's essence and to, to create a, a new relationship with Him on Rosh Hashanah. Um, and a similar thing, it's um, 
there is the um, desire of Hashem and the level of Hashem's desire the world doesn't matter and man's service doesn't matter and therefore his, his service couldn't possibly touch Hashem's essence to arouse him but the um, Hashem decided in his essence that this uh, that our service does matter so although organically it, it, it shouldn't matter but there was a decision of Hashem's essence that it does matter and because he decided that it does matter therefore it matters so, so in these, all these three discourses, we see this idea of that there's the way things are by themselves, and then the way things are because of the essence of Hashem. Um, let's let's continue now and go to page one forty-five. When I sent you the nail, it's the actually the second half of chapter Dalit. It's known that whatever a person does that causes some kind of divine response, whatever what the thing, the kind of response that is elicited, that is impacted, that is Hashem's response, has always a similarity to what we do. Our input has to be similar to the output. Even though it's not our input solely that is causing the output, it's Hashem's decision. Nevertheless, there has to be something about what we're putting in that to what we're what Hashem is responding with. The reason why our sitting in a sukkah causes these transcendent lights of Hashem to come into vessels and to be settled and it causes a change in these lofty lights this is because there's something about us sitting in a sukkah which is connected to change Yuv and Zebehekten will understand this by first prefacing the following what's the simple reason that Hashem forgives us when we do tshuva why does tshuva rectify all of our faults? Why are we suddenly forgiven? The reason is, the simple reason, looking at this from the perspective of halacha, the difference is, is that we changed. We're no longer the same person. There is a way of serving Hashem where you go from strength to strength. That you're achieving a higher level, and it's founded in the level that you were at before. There is something about your now that can be traced to your yesterday. That's not how tshuva works. Tshuva is about not building on what you've done before. Tshuva is about departing from where you were before to reach a higher level. Tzaddikim also have a concept of tshuva. And their concept of tshuva is they're leaving their previous level that they were on and they want to... uh, they want to. They want to not build on what they were where they were before. They want to completely um, escape from where they were before and go somewhere else. The example Chassidus gives for this is Reb Zera. Reb Zera wanted to understand the Jerusalem Talmud. He had previously been an expert in the Babylonian Talmud. So what does he do? If the new level were to be close to the old level if the Babylonian Talmud and the Jerusalem Talmud had some kind of comparison to each other, 
So then, it's very simple. You finish Babylonian Talmud, all that you know now will help you advance to the next st- stage. But because the Jerusalem Talmud is a completely new level of way of, of learning, there's an advantage in the both, but that's not for now. The Jerusalem Talmud has an advantage, which, is, which makes it a quantum leap away. From the Babylonian Talmud, what does Rabbi Zayra do? In order to access the Jerusalem Talmud, he has to forget the whole Babylonian Talmud. How can you forget it? I mean, we're talking about someone whose Torah is his life. How could you suddenly forget it? So Reb fasted and prayed for a hundred days to forget the Babylonian Talmud in order to get the Jerusalem Talmud. Because the Babylonian Talmud wouldn't help him for the Jerusalem Talmud. If, like if you learn um, simple math, so the simple math will help you learn how to, um, each stage of math will help you for the next level. Geometry. Algebra, yeah, trigonometry. Um, but if you're going to do something which is on a whole different level, then the things you know previously you have to throw them out. And, I'm sure, and there might be an example in math as well, something similar, where, where you're, not, you're not able to... I mean, I know myself that... I know about you. I, th- I think, Dr. Resman, I think, I think you like uh, ge- geometry. That was your first example. I hated geometry. I had to forget my experience in geometry in order to be able to, in order to, be able to, to, to do algebra too. Anyways, so... So, uh, in order to reach a new level, in order to be forgiven by Hashem, why is a person forgiven? Because when they do tshuva, they are on a different level. There's something that changes in them. They're now a new person. The language of Maimonides, The Rambam talks about leaving the place you were before, changing your name. And the Rambam says the idea that you're trying to convey is, I'm a different person. I'm not the same person that did those things. This idea of total change is mainly when you're doing tshuva for something that you did wrong. Tshuva in a very simple sense. Tshuva for a mistake. Sadiqim don't really have this idea of total transformation. Because Sadiqim, they always were in this realm of, I want to do the will of Hashem. So even though the way they're serving Hashem right now is not where they want to be, they want to reach a higher level. So, and Hashem wants that. Hashem wants them to ascend. So, even before they're doing tshuva, they want to go with Hashem. They want to go to the higher level. So it's not that they're really changing their, their outlook. Yes, they were serving Hashem in one level. Yes, they have to now go to a different level. But that was all part of the same thing that they wanted to do. Masha'enkin bebal tshuva kapshut is not the case with someone who does tshuva in the simple sense. Before he did tshuva, he was not doing what Hashem wants. She also have various amazing. He's doing sins. He was doing sins on purpose. Arizesha oisa achach tshuva. The fact that there's tshuva now ain't the hemshach matzavi akedim. They had tshuva and asa mitzvah lashal gamri. He's not continuing where he was before. He's becoming a whole different person. Yesterday, um, I don't know if it's a good example. But definitely funny. I asked someone if he wanted to bench Luvin Esther, and. His wife wanted to, he didn't want to. 
And I asked him, can you tell me why? What's the reason? So he said, because it's a matter of principle. I said, okay. I asked him, do you ever, do you ever make mistakes? Do you ever sin? He says, yes. I said, okay. Make it, go, violate your principles for a moment. <laughs> do a sin. Do a sin against your principles and bench Levanesa. So that got him both to laugh and to agree to the Mitzvah Levanesa. So was this really a, 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 a changing from what he was before? Not really, because um, he, he said, I, yeah, I make mistakes. I make mistakes. This, okay, I'm going to call this a mistake. I mean, it's really not a change because deep down he wanted the Mitzvah because he has a Neshava. But in his world, this was like, okay, you know what, you're right. I, I do make mistakes. I don't always stick to my principles. Okay, I'll let go of my principles for a second. But it was also funny because... You get it. Okay. So, same is also by a tzaddik. The tzaddik doesn't really change completely because, yes, like Moshe Rabbeinu, he sees the burning bush. Moshe says, I have to leave where I am now to get closer to there. I need a change. But, but before Moshe wanted to get closer to there, he always wanted to be closer to Hashem. It just, he wasn't given the ability to reach this new level and therefore he didn't have to leave where he was before. Um, leaving the tzaddik's present place to go to a higher place is part of the program of a tzaddik. It's what he does. Um, let's talk about uh, this seed-producing vegetation or a tree. How does a seed produce vegetation? Seed goes in the ground and seed rots. But that's the plan. That's the program. In order to create the flower, the seed has to rot. It has to rot in the ground. Fine. It's a stop to exist. It's going to, it's going to absorb in the ground. That's, what it's, well, that's why it was placed in the ground. It's not a continuation. Um, it, it's, it's not... Um, it is a, it, it's, it's part of its original program. It's part of what it, what it does. Um... So the new thing that's created, is it a c- c- continuation of the seed or is it something new, new? On the one hand, it's something new. It's, it's, a new. it's a new flower. It's a new tree. It's no comparison to the seed. On the other hand, it is a continuation of the seed. The seed was placed in the ground with the purpose of rotting to produce this new thing. So too with the tzaddik. The tzaddik, yes, the tzaddik has to leave where he was before Abzeda, has to stop in Abzeda in order to absorb the Jerusalem Talmud. That's what he always wanted, to be closer to Hashem. So it's not such a major change. Um, I mean, it is a, it is a, it, it is a major change, but it's not a totally new existence. When you're in the level of the, of the uh, Babylonian Talmud, or spiritually, you're serving Hashem in a certain way, and you're a tzaddik, you're very serious about where you are. You're very present, you're very real about where you are. So to go to a new level is a major change, true. But... If we, look, if, we, if we were to look at things with a Hasidic magnifying glass in a laboratory, we wouldn't find total change. We would say this is what he always wanted. About Shuvah, on the other hand, about Shuvah first wants to do, go against the will of Hashem, and now he wants to do the will of Hashem. It's, it's a whole different thing. It's, it's, that is a major change. So about Shuvah is now a brand new person. Let's look at this more deeply. When a person does chuva in a simple sense, there's something remarkable, something that's new, even vis-a-vis God's intent in creation. How so? 
God's desire and God's intent in the creation of the world and man is that man be a tzaddik. As it says in the Torah, when Hashem thought about creation, Hashem said, who will I consult? Which means here, who, what will make it worth it? What should I consider before making the world? Why, why should I make the world? What, what, what redeeming value does the world have that I should invest in it? The response is the souls of the righteous. Hashem thought about the, about the Jewish people, the Terimitzis, and that's how he made the world. So his intent in creation is that there should be tzaddik and there should be righteous. So when a person blemishes, he does a sin, and he goes off the road, he goes off the path, off the, the path of the intent of Hashem in creation. But then, he changes it. He leaves the intent of the world. He leaves God's intent for creation. He leaves God's intent for him. But then he does tshuva. And then he goes, he comes back on track. So then he brings down to the world a, a new kind of light that wasn't there before. From the perspective of God's initial... Um, question who will make it worth it the answer is the tzaddikim the teremitsis the person keeping teremitsis um, there's no such a thing as a means to an end we're talking about God's essence you can't say about Hashem's essence oh he wanted the person to exist first and then to be a tzaddikah then he wanted him to sin and then he wanted to tshuva the previous stage of him keeping Terimitzis without him making the mistakes, um, that was also God's intent. That's also, and it's not a means to an end. So, so from the perspective of Hashem's intent and creation, there's no room to... Um, there's no room for, to fix the mistake. Because when a person departs from God's intent and creation, he departs from his connection to Hashem. Hashem's, cre- Hashem's creation is predicated on you being a tzaddik. You're now left the, the program. You're not a tzaddik anymore. So the fact that you're doing tshuva is a new light that wasn't there before. It wasn't something that came from Hashem's initial um, decision for creation. The initial decision for creation is I want you to be, create the world. Why? Because I want you to be a tzaddik. And now a person's left that initial desire of Hashem. He's, be, he's left the beaten path. And now he is um, rejecting um, Terimitzis. Not in the circuit. Go further in. Um, so so he, he, he is no, he's not connecting to Hashem's initial desire for creation. He's, he's, he's disconnected from that. He's doing tshuva now with something brand new. So when a person does tshuva, they're bringing down a light of Hashem that wasn't there before. A light of Hashem that was not part of the initial plan for creation, so to speak. Um, and the reason why we're able to do this is because because the source of a Jew is in the essence of Hashem. A, a Jew is rooted not only in God's consideration for creation I'm going to make a world because I'm going to create Jews and they're going to be tzaddikim 
the source of a Jew is even beyond, it's deeper, it's come, it precedes Hashem's question. So, and the reason we're able to do tshuva, we're able to become a new existence that, weren't, that wasn't there before, a completely new, new existence. How could we suddenly become a new existence? How do we have that, that ability? Is because when you do tshuva, you connect to the essence of your soul, which is rooted in the essence of Hashem, and vis-a-vis the essence of Hashem, doesn't matter where you were before. It doesn't matter what your circumstances were before. There is the way your circumstances are from the perspective of, of creation. From the perspective of the essence of Hashem, there, is no, there are no parameters, there are no rules. So why is it possible for you to become to a different, different person? Because your tshuva connects you to the essence of Hashem, and the essence of Hashem is beyond all parameters. You're not connecting just to your role as fulfilling God's intent in creation when you considered creation and what the value of it was. You're connecting to your source in Hashem's essence, and therefore because it's connecting you to Hashem's essence, your tshuva bond, bonds you with Hashem's essence, therefore it's possible to become a whole new existence that wasn't there before. Okay, we'll stop here. Chazaka